Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is ESPN Radio. He is Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman, a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning. Thank you very much, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for being a part of it on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPN. You hit us up anytime you want at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to get to more of your calls on your go-to college football food. Believe me, we got some great ones. I still go back to Waylon and Toledo. His own sausage being made, man. That has won the day, making us even hungrier so far at 7 o'clock this morning on the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, we, we need an address. We need, <laughs> yeah, if we need something. We need Google Maps. <laughs> Head to Toledo and just show up at his front door around 10 a.m. tomorrow going, we got kick in three hours. Sausage ready? We good? He'll probably say, yeah, I got come the on pepper in. jelly. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man, pepper jelly with that? Oh, come on, man. Come on. Are you kidding me? Let's get it. We are in. So we're going to take more of your calls at 888-729-3776 in about five minutes. Give or take a lie to your go-to college football food. But Ian's got something, part of locking in, brought to you by Gorilla for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. Ian, what are you locking in this week in the first official weekend of college football? Yeah, this is one where it's to be invested. It's the first weekend. I don't love this, but I'm going to play it to be invested. I'm going to take Navy plus the points. Right All now right. it's at 20 and a half. I'm going to buy it up to 21. That's a big hook. Okay. And then under 49. Weather's supposed to be kind of iffy in Dublin tomorrow, 2.30 Eastern kick. So on NBC, tune in. That's, that's the first big boy. That's the first big game of the day if there is that big game. with the. Uh, well, hold on. Go ahead. It's week zero, it's right? Week zero. So it's the first brand game, you know, tomorrow. So Give me Navy plus the 21, okay. buying it up. Give me the under 49, right. small little chicklets, maybe 25, 50 bucks per. Okay. Kick back, enjoy your food, and enjoy the game. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see exactly what that's going to look like in Dublin, Ireland, Aviva Stadium. And now the line is up to Notre Dame 21 now at a 21 point. Oh, it favorite. did move already? It did move Don't already. Have to buy it. Oh, yeah, over under is still at 49, but the Notre Dame, that line has moved up to 21. And Navy having a new head coach. Notre Dame with a new quarterback in Sam Harmon. We saw what he did at Wake Forest. Now he gets a chance to have that kind of stage to take full effect with college football getting ready this weekend and kicking off this weekend. Navy, number 13, Notre Dame kicking everything off at 2.30 Eastern time in Aviva Stadium in Dublin, Ireland. Part of Ian Fitzsimmons is locking it in for the toughest jobs on planet thanks to Gorilla. I got another one for you, and I'll throw this at you. More likely to repeat, Georgia making it a three-peat or Caleb Williams winning the Heisman Trophy? Where do Man, you stand? That's a great question because, and a lot of people don't realize this, the last time we have had a three-peat, a three-time back-to-back-to-back national champion in D1 college football, Minnesota <laughs> in the mid-30s. Wow. Now, the now, last time we had a back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner, mm-hmm. it's only happened once. One time. Archie Griffin, the great Archie Griffin, for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And a great man off the field, a hell of a player on the field. So this is a very difficult question, Freddie. But if I'm gonna if I have to pick one, All right. 
I'd go Caleb Williams going back to back. Really? Just because okay. it is so hard to go even back to back natties. And Georgia just did that. Now you got to replace Todd Monken, which I think Mike Bobo is going to be fine. He was yeah. there last year on the staff. It's the same system, right? He knows all the all the key components. I think the offense without Todd Monken, yeah. it, it's going to be fine with Mike Bobo. Carson Beck, I expect to be the, the starting quarterback replacing Stetson Bennett. He's a five-star kind of guy that could have transferred, but instead stuck, stayed, competed, and got better, a lot like Mac Jones playing behind Tua and Jalen Hurts at Alabama. He could have transferred as a five-star. He didn't. Got better, ends up being a first-round draft pick. So, And breaking Joe Burrow's single-season completion percentage for a starting quarterback in, in big boy college football. Okay. So I think, Car- I think Carson back at quarterback in Georgia, they're going to be right there. They, they don't play a real – they don't have a real test, Freddie. They really don't. Until November. No, they don't. But once you get there mm-hmm. and you get to the SEC title game and then the college football playoff, that's when you're re- – yeah, look, you're, you're playing best of the best. So I'm going to go Caleb Williams. Okay. Just putting up monster numbers. As you mentioned, he's going to play tomorrow night, and he's not just playing a half. He's going to stockpile some numbers against San Jose State, which might get inside that 31. It's right around 30 and a half, 31, depending. Uh, because USC, I, that's another thing to watch tomorrow. What are we going to see from USC's defense? We know the offense can score. Yeah. Well, can they see, stop yeah, anybody? That's the, that, that's the Achilles heel of the USC football. No doubt. Yeah. They but can't have gonna, their best offense being their best defense. Amen, Freddie. Amen. But I'm going to go, and I don't have a lot of confidence in it, but if I had to choose one of those, okay. I'd go Caleb Williams back-to-back yeah. over a three-peat from Georgia. I'll say this about Georgia. I'll go to the other side because I think Georgia may be more than likely to three-peat than Caleb Williams winning back-to-back Heismans because if Tim Tebow can make it back-to-back, maybe nobody can. And he went as a yes. sophomore a at the point. University of Florida. But Caleb Williams has everything on his side playing for USC – that kind of offense. They only lose Jordan Addison from last year. And we know Lincoln Riley can dial up some plays. They play any kind of defense where he can help them. It could be a very special final season in the Pac-12, soon to be the Pac-4, before USC goes to play Ohio State and everybody else in the Big Ten. George, I think, is more likely to make that three-peat that we have not seen, like you mentioned. Minnesota did it from 1936, 1937, and 1938. But I will say this about Georgia doing that. It won't be an undefeated season. I got one particular game circled Ian Fitzsimmons that I think will trip them up before November, and that is Saturday, September 30th at Auburn University. Hugh Freeze loves games like this. And if you're going to reestablish that program, because he was able to beat Alabama not once but twice. He beat them multiple times, one of the few guys to do that, to Nick Saban. I got that game circled as a potential game. You're going down there between the hedges. It's the oldest rivalry in the Deep South. You know Hugh Freeze is going to have the right. Reverend Hugh Freeze is going to have them ready for a game like that. I can see Georgia, which schedule is very, very easy before they get to November. They have Ole Miss and Tennessee in back-to-back games. I think both of those teams will be competing in the SEC. I got Saturday, September 30th at Auburn Circle. as a potential Boy, death trap game for, for Georgia losing that one to Auburn down there. You are a brave soul, Mr. Coleman. I really That's why I love you I may you be a so stupid soul. <laughs> that roster is thin, man. You got a transfer from Michigan State coming in, obviously, to start a quarterback for Hugh Freeze. First year in his system. Uh, and they're thin. You lose Tank Bigsby to the National Football League. Oh, I get it. Now, I mean, it's. I think next year and really year three with Hugh Freeze, that's when you're going to see the guy that that brought Ole Miss not back into, but really into the limelight of a big time player in the Southeastern Conference, especially 
in the vaunted SEC West. You know, now we're eventually going divisionless in a couple of years. Thank goodness. I think the top yeah. two teams go yeah. at it, right? Absolutely. I mean, not not division uh, not division winners, right? But I think it's going to be a couple of years before you free. So I, I look, I'm not stepping out there with you. I like that you did. That's a, that's a bold, <laughs> bold pick. And if you're right on that one, man, oh, you're going to cash a big ticket. And the reason I think I could be, we'll see, because I'm not saying it's going to be an upset, upset. But their first four games are all at home. UT Martin, that's a name to score game. Ball State, that's a hang of half a hundred game, maybe hang eighty on that one. South Carolina will be better well, because they made be the better. They, they they were terrific. Shane Beamer last year having a chance to go to a bowl game. They're still a year away, but that game is in Georgia. Not, I don't think they're going to lose that game. Then it got UAB. UAB was good last year. They're not going to be good this year. Although Trent Dilfer is going to have that program continue on the right track. That first road game at Auburn. That's why it could be a kind of a shaky situation. That's why I think there could be a potential upset September 30 versus Auburn. So you got Georgia three, Pete. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, going Caleb did. Williams back to back. Guess yeah. what? what? I don't think either one happens. But if we had Wouldn't to surprise pick one, me. there you yeah. go. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, college football, more fluid than ever before, especially no matter what kind of pedigree you have or don't have trying to establish your name in an ever-shifting landscape when it comes to college football. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. I always appreciate you joining us here this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Back to food. So we got everybody hungry with our go-to food for college football. For me, it's sausage and peppers. Get a little melted cheese. Get a little hoagie roll. You put that on the grill. I'm good to go. Ian's like, look, I'm cooking everything. It's going to be a smorgasbord. Char some flesh on the grill. I'm good. Let's okay. go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. It's, it's a, Give it to it, me. It's a Fitzsimmons smorgasbord. It doesn't matter what's on the grill as long as it's going to be good. Jalen in Las Vegas at 888-729-3776. Jalen, what is your go-to college football food? Go ahead, Jalen. Uh, my go-to college food, yeah, yeah, I'm here. My go-to college food, I would say, would be some chicken, steak, mat, tons, tons I just get throw on the grill, get eat all day, just watch hella football. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that's the thing. Uh-huh. Jalen and I are, are in you step. In, it's, you it's, are, it's, yep. You, you can't do one big meal. It's a slow graze like cattle, right? Okay. I mean, you just, you, you know, you, you can't just sprint out there gorge yourself, and then you're in a food coma on the couch and you're missing the second half. You're not doing the noon ribeye? <laughs> like, yeah, like that guy called earlier, like for mashed taters, asparagus, yeah. a ribeye after, what was it, sausage, gravy, and biscuits in uh, the morning? That's no. A, that's a guy that's and not, hash browns. Yeah, that's a guy that does what I do like before Thanksgiving. You don't eat the day before. That's what he's doing every Friday. He's not eating. Yeah, and he's also needing a mirror to see his feet. I mean, that, hey, that's, now. That's, that's a whole... Dude, now, we're that's, get, now we're getting personal. Hey, now. that Look. What do you think I got to do? I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. But you got to stay awake for the games. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you, you gorge <laughs> like that. It's over. It's a slow graze. It's a marathon. Uh-huh. First kicks at 1.30. Yeah. SC and the boys, I think, kick at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Come on. You got <laughs> to pace yourself. Ease yourself into it. Yeah, it's Don't. like the Crown Royal commercial, right? Oh, yeah. You got to have a water every now and then. You can't, you can't just stay at the trough. In his case, he needs that water early on right. to hydrate and push all that stuff down as far as that goes. Nancy in Salt Lake City, one of Ian's favorite places. Nancy, what is your go-to food for college football? Hi, guys. Hey, it's not go-to. I'm, we're playing LSU. I do gumbo. We're playing U of A, Arizona State. I might do chicken mole or Mexican oh, food. Playing okay. a California team. Playing a California team, you eat a salad. That's how we do it. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> a salad. I thought you were going to go sushi for a second there, Nancy, but salad's good. I'm glad she went That's salad. a great theme. It is, yeah. 
whoever the team is. That's varsity level also. I uh, like it. I like that. I mean, if whoever you're playing, whatever the food of their region is, that's what you put out there as, on, as part of the menu. I can't do gumbo, though. I can't make it. I'll devour it. I'm a boot boy, right? But See, I thought, you'd be, I thought you would make good I gumbo. I can't get the roux right. Really? My niece, Barbara Catherine, she makes an unbelievable chicken and sausage gumbo. Ooh, okay. For the Brothers Reunion every year, I mean, it is tip top. And she yeah. won't give us her rub recipe. I don't blame her. She dumps her. In, that, in that beautiful La yeah. Crusette pot. But yeah. Ooh. I can't get the roux right, dude. It, yeah. it takes like an hour. You got to stir that stuff for like an hour mm-hmm. straight. I don't have that kind of patience. Yeah, you you got to be like a witch in those old like book times. Yeah, no. Toil, toil. Find out to your kids, right? Just keep stirring. Yeah. Don't stop till I tell you to. Now, now she's doing that Dewey sausage with the gumbo. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's unbelievable, man. Yeah. If you had hungry before, you're definitely hangry right if now. If I had a lob mic on right now that attaches <laughs> to your shirt, you'd hear my stomach growling. <laughs> Poor Pat Costello. I got to go eat like, like two pieces of bread just to get to the rest of the show. Poor Pat Costello, producer. He had enough. He went and got food from the cafeteria during the campus. Oh, yeah. He, he went. That's it. I, he tapped out. He's eating right now, as a matter of fact. He's got he's got a sandwich in his, li- a in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. On TV. Believe me. Pat, Pat Costello said, you know what? You guys make me hungry. He tapped out when he got some Yates? food. Yates is just sitting there like, what's my name, Skip? No, nah, I'm nervous about going to the cafe. Sometimes Why? I'm like, sometimes I get the cafe food and make me feel 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 crazy. What so, are you ordering? You really want to know? A bagel. So how, how does a bagel, a bagel make you crazy? I've asked the cafe food. Wait, so how do you get it? I just get normal bagel with a little bit of butter. Come on, dude. Hey, Yates has trust issues. We, we know he that. He really does. We, we well, know, we know that, why. But come on. A bagel? So, I mean, what am I? So I can't eat too much. I'm stuck to the board. You're not stuck to the board. You get a bagel. I gotta have free hands, clean hands, the whole thing. I you get know? that. That's why they have napkins. But still, I can't go get me a platter of uh, sausage and, and hash nah, browns. Nah, yeah, you and can't that. do that. Yeah, I'll be asleep. We ain't never gonna get the break <laughs> again. <laughs> hey, thank you. It's a graze, right? I, I, I hear you laugh track. Yeah, we I got, got you. we gone from trust issue with bagels to worried about making sure we're on the air. So, itis in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, let's not have itis in the morning. That's the last thing the nation needs to find out about when it comes oh, to that. Lord. Exactly. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie coming together, little Freddie Fitzsimmons this morning. Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We'll do the more likely involving Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. One is completely off the rails, but then again, it is the NFL. It could actually happen. This is ESPN Radio and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
We are 13 days away from the NFL season when Kansas City and the Detroit Lions kick it off. That is two Thursdays from yesterday. And believe me, I can't remember recent memory where you can look at every NFL team, good or bad, and there's a storyline or two somewhere with Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman, a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and don't forget about us on ESPNU. I love the fact that we are having a different conversation, Ian Fitzsimmons, about Jalen Hurts, because we know the conversation sounded like last year. Man, the Eagles are trusting that guy Man, I don't know. They, they, they trade for A.J. Brown. How is that going to work? Until he got injured late in the season, he was a leading candidate for the MVP before Patrick Mahomes really went nuts in the final month and a half of that season and won it for the Kansas City Chiefs. But we were able to see Jalen Hurts keep getting better and better and better and being a better leader. Now he's got that money. This is his team. This is his NFC because they are definitely the team to beat when it comes to Philadelphia. I, somebody put it out there that they could see the Eagles maybe not making the playoffs entirely. I don't know if I'm buying that, but I will say this. I think he has the most kind of bullseye in his back because they got so close last year, didn't win the Super Bowl, and it can be very hard to get back to that level again and try to win it. Yeah, and to get back after losing a Super Bowl is extraordinarily rare. Just to get back to it, forget winning it. I mean, the last team to do it was the Patriots with Tom Brady, right, mm-hmm. in 2018. Yep. Before that, I think you've got to go back to the Buffalo Bills, you know, in the 90s. Yeah, the four falls of Buffalo. Is it two, yeah, as a team that lost the Super Bowl and got back to it again and again and again, again that yes. particular team. But it's, it's, it's very difficult to do. But you talk to anybody right now that has been to Eagles training camp and practices, it's more of a, oh, my gosh, moment when the ball hits the ground and is incomplete <laughs> right then the wow moments that Jalen Hurts makes on you know off script and impromptu plays that that's how phenomenal he's been and go back to when he started his his college career against at, at Big Bad Bama against USC he was third on the depth chart and I'll never forget Lane Kiffin on the field at AT&T Stadium telling me if number two gets in the game he ain't coming out watch and he didn't and he leads them to a national championship, drives them down the field as a freshman for a go-ahead score against Clemson, mm-hmm. and then Deshaun Watson and Clemson come right back down the field, score on Nick Saban's vaunted defense, right? Howdy doody in the right corner of the end zone, Hunter Renfro, <laughs> touchdown, the rest is history. But Jalen Hurts did his part. Absolutely. Then he gets calloused with Tua. Then he gets benched. Then he transfers to Oklahoma. And that's where the transformation of athletic quarterback began with him becoming a quarterback that is athletic. Lincoln Riley really started to fine-tune his accuracy, his deep ball, the not throwing everything 90 miles an hour, and that's where it began. Now he gets to Philly, and it's gone to a whole nother level. And he has worked on his craft as much as anybody in the pros right now. Now he is an accurate passer. He's got touch on his passes, and he's still able to whip your butt off script. Jalen Hurts, to me, will have, will have his team and the Georgia Bulldogs on the defensive side of the ball <laughs> yes. ready to make another deep run in the playoffs. One of the things about the Philadelphia Eagles, and for my money, it's the Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, in that order that are clearly 
separated themselves from everybody else in the NFC. There's always that one team that comes out of nowhere every and year. surprises. Every year, that's always that team. Might but be Green Bay. It could be Green Bay because their, their defense is pretty good. Should and be. Jordan Love, to me, is going to be better than people think. It could be very similar with Jordan Love and Green Bay, where we saw the first year that Aaron Rodgers became a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers because I remember that year. He was getting the hell beaten out of him that year. But he kept six coming back. Right, six and ten. But he kept coming back and coming back and making play, making play, making play after play. And I said, man, y'all better get him now because that guy's going to be something. Didn't expect that kind of something from Aaron Rodgers when he turned out to be a, a generational quarterback. It could be the same thing with Jordan Love, but the difference is he has better personnel in 2023, his first year as a starter, than Aaron Rodgers did. That could be a potential surprise team. But going back to what you said about the Philadelphia Eagles, because I think those three teams, the Eagles, the 49ers, the Cowboys, have separated themselves. And it's amazing how Jalen Hurts keeps being that guy that keeps separating all that fact and fiction that came with him when he got to the National Football League, that followed him to Oklahoma when he decided to leave Alabama. People say, you're going to watch out of Oklahoma. Lincoln Ross not going to be able to make you a better quarterback. And that's exactly what he did. He literally ran Carson Wentz out of town when it comes to Jalen Hurts. They drafted him, and Carlin Wentz, Carson Wentz got funky. And then the Eagles said, you're going to get funky like that. Without earth, wind, and fire, you can beat it, as far as that goes. And they bring in Jalen Hurts, and they said, we believe this guy's going to get better. Then he brought in more weapons around him, and look what he did last year. I can't wait to see how that man has handled being the hunted and the hunter and how that's going to manifest itself and maybe make the Eagles an even better team than yeah. they were last year in the NFL. He, he'll handle the bullseye on his back. He has his entire career, Freddie. And when he faces adversity, he beats it back. Yeah, that's just who the man is. And go back to, by the way, I don't know if you saw this with Miles Sanders when he was asked about uh, Bryce Young. Now, Miles Sanders was a hell of a back at Penn State. I mean, that, that dude bleeds, you know, nittany lion blue yes, and does. white. And he was, when he was asked about Bryce Young, if I'm James Franklin, I'm calling him going, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> because he started complimenting Nick Saban and the program in Alabama. He goes, man, Nick Saban's getting it done down there because wow. I was just with Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, and those guys were pro-ready when they got here. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, it's amazing how yep. ready these guys are when they come out of Nick Saban's program. And Bryce Young reminds me just of Jalen Hurts. I mean, wow. he's grasped the, the – he's just going on and gushing about Nick Saban and Bama. Really? And if I'm a Penn State fan, I'm going, hey, Miles. I know it was a question about Bryce Young, <laughs> but damn, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> hey, Nick Simmons be a lot of things. There's no doubt that if you're not ready for the NFL, then you weren't paying attention to Alabama. Right. And Kirby Smart's doing that at Georgia. Hurts. And that's Jalen Hurts. Yep. I mean, no, nothing against Lincoln Riley. He fine-tuned him. Oh, absolutely. But Nick Saban had enough to look at Jalen Hurts and say, I'm not waiting to put this guy out there. And Lane Kiffin told you. He said, when he gets in there, he ain't getting out. He's going to be in that lineup, and it's going to be someone has to be extra special to kick him out of that lineup. And it was Tua Tungabailoa who was extra special to kick him out of that lineup. That whole quarterback room has three starting quarterbacks now with Tua Tungabailoa, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones. That's amazing. When you think about that. That was the quarterback room in Alabama at one point. (laughs) That's crazy. Just bananas. Just yeah. completely, just, completely yeah. bananas. But, say that out loud again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, the, that the, one the, room <laughs> in college. And Lane Kiffin, the OC, and then became Bill O'Brien, the OC, under Nick Ooh. Saban. That was the quarterback room with all those secretaries that they were throwing the football to out there on the outside when it comes to those wide receivers at Alabama. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. Hit him on the X at Ian Fitz ESPN. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning for you. Keep weighing in anytime you want at 888 888 
Aaron Rodgers of the New York Jets, that's right, not the Green Bay Packers, the New York Jets, in case you were not paying attention the last six months or so, right. is going to do something that he has not done since 2018. Is it a smart thing for him to do that with the Jets? We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for joining us with Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance and coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 in the Big Apple of New York City. So we got the final preseason weekend with 13 days away from the beginning of the NFL season as Kansas City and the Detroit Lions will kick off NFL 2023. Always great to have the great Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us to get us ready for the NFL season and the final preseason weekend. Dan, Aaron Rodgers about to do something he has not done since 2018. That is play in a preseason game. Whether it's a good move or a bad move, how much burn do you think he's going to get this weekend versus the New York Giants? I think if the first drive goes really well, then that would probably be it. But if they need a couple drives in order to see whatever the heck it is that they want to see, <laughs> um, then then it, it could be more than one. Uh, it's, you know, they, they, this is something they've decided to do, which means – I think it means that's something that Aaron's decided to do. I think that's how the Jets operate now. Yeah. Yeah, why do you think that he actually made this decision to go and play in a preseason game for the first time in five years? I mean, look, it, it, I've been – it's been a couple years now trying to get inside the mind of, of Aaron. Uh, it's not a great exercise. It's not – it's, um, it's, not, it's not one at which I've been very successful. Um, <laughs> I think – I and I don't know. I I, th- I think they just kind of want to get a game situation, right? They wanted him with his offense, with his guys in a game situation, you know, with 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 a real opponent and and have it feel like something other than practice. Because I think all they've had so far is that. Even the joint practices, obviously, no one's hitting him. So I I think it's they have reached a point where they feel like what they need going into the season is some real game action with him at quarterback. And all his guys around him listening to you know his voice in the huddle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, like Freddie just said, whether it's a good idea or not, this is the way they've decided to go, and and uh, we'll see. Hopefully, for their sake, um, nothing terrible happens. After all those years trying to get in ter- inside Aaron Rodgers' head, oh how are you mentally? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I've held up. I haven't let How's it get to me in any in any permanently harmful way. So that's that's good. 
Yeah, I appreciate you asking. Me. I'm, hey, I'm here hey, for you guys. I care about you, man. Our concerns should be your concerns, and your concerns should be our concerns as far as that goes. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons this morning on ESPN Radio. What are your thoughts? We're gonna have, we got three rookie quarterbacks starting opening day. Yeah, Bryce Young in Carolina, and also you got when it comes to Anthony Richardson, the Indianapolis Colts, and C.J. Stroud, the Houston Texans. I'll stay with Anthony Richardson. What were your thoughts on his performance last night? Six of 17, 78 yards, five carries, 38 yards. But he did do the Eagles celebration when one of his teammates scored <laughs> against the Philadelphia Eagles last night. That was a nice touch. Look, I think what you're going to see with Anthony Rich, what you saw with Anthony Richardson last night is what you're going to see. I think there are going to be some wow moments. There are going to be some times when you look at it and go, oh, yeah, that's why he was the fourth pick in the draft. That's what they saw in him. But there are also going to be some serious growing pains. This is a player that's coming into the league inexperienced. He did not start a lot of games in college. Uh, and I think what the Colts have decided is, A, he's poised and confident enough to handle this. Like, it's not going to be too big for him, so we're not going to ruin him by throwing him into games right away. And B, throwing him into games right away is what he needs. He needs that game experience. And so I think you're going to see uh, a lot of ups and downs through the rookie season. Um, probably a lot of downs. Look, they're, they're, it doesn't sound like they're going to have their running back. Uh, right. the, the offensive line is coming off a very disappointing year, so the hope is that it's better. Uh, I'm not sure what they have other than Michael Pittman. Not sure how great the receiving core is. So it's a team that, that I, I think is in a transition phase and could struggle. Um, the hope is down the road it's one of those stories like a Peyton Manning or a, or a Troy Aikman where you look back and go, oh, man, remember how rough that rookie year was, but – it was good for him. Ultimately, it worked out. I think that's their hope. Yeah, Peyton Manning, interception record, and Troy mm-hmm. Aikman, what, 1-15? in 15 yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell beat out of him mm-hmm. uh, in his rookie year out of UCLA. Stay with the Colts. What do you think the most likely outcome is with this battle between the Colts and Jonathan Taylor? I think the most likely outcome is that he gets traded. I don't think it's 100%. I think there's a lot of things that still have to happen. Someone has to satisfy the Colts in terms of what they want in a trade. Someone has to satisfy, most likely has to satisfy Jonathan Taylor in terms of what he wants in a contract. But there seems to be enough interest and enough activity here and enough desire, actually, at this point on Taylor's part and the Colts to, to get something done. So while it's, while it's not 100%, I do think there's a, there's a chance, a, a better chance that he gets traded than not uh, by, I guess, Tuesday. They've put that deadline of Tuesday when they want to make their roster cuts and they have to make the roster cuts uh, on this. Dan Graziano hit him on the exit. Dan Graziano, ESPN, NFL reporter for ESPN, joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Speaking of landing spots, the San Francisco 49ers have said, we're not going to think about Trey Lance, our quarterback, even though he's QB3, at least for right now. But, Dan, what does your gut tell you about what the 49ers may have to do with Trey Lance regarding his future? I think there's a there's a solid chance that they that they move him somewhere where they think he can be successful when, and they can get something back in return. I, I think there's a there's a sense that it's not going to work out for him there. And um, while certainly the 49ers understand the benefit of having depth at the quarterback position and the necessity of it, I think they feel like they have that with Sam Darnold there and Brandon Allen, who's been the you know I think they're okay with him as the number three. Wow. So I think they're at the point where. They feel like moving on from Trey Lance would probably be best for him and for them, and I think they'll probably find a place to send him. Now, does that mean now, or does it mean closer to the trade deadline? I, I, I don't think they're going to give him away. I don't think they're going to ask for a, a, a king's ransom, but I also think they have to get something of value in return. So if that matches up, 
if they can find a, a trade that they like for themselves and also they feel like it's beneficial for him, I think something could come together um, you know, here fairly soon or else certainly by the trade deadline in October. What about Nick Bosa? We don't even yeah. we talk about Chris yeah, Jones and all these other traded. guys. We don't yeah. even talk about Nick yeah. Bosa. What's the latest on him? Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, I think the 49ers probably thought it would be done by now. It's not. This is We're talking about an extension, obviously, a major big money extension uh, for their star edge rusher. The example I keep coming back to, guys, is T.J. Watt from a couple of years ago. And when he was uh, extension eligible, he was actually at camp with the Steelers, but he wasn't practicing. Like, they would practice, and he'd be off to the side with a trainer working on his own. And then once the deal got done, he jumped back into practice. But that deal didn't get done until a couple of days before their season. So I think we're <laughs> the situation right now with, with the NFL calendar, preseason games mercifully will all be over uh, <laughs> as of Sunday night. So after that happens, you have your Tuesday roster cutdown day, and there's only one cutdown day now. It goes from 90 down to 53 on Tuesday. That's wow. going to be uh, a wild scene. And then after that all settles and the practice squads are set Wednesday and all that, you still have a week and a half right uh, before the season starts. And I think that's a zone where these deals can get done because a lot of other business is already taken care of. So I'm not panicked about Nick Bosa just yet because I really haven't heard anything throughout the process to indicate that I should be. Uh, if we get toward, you know, toward the, the weekend of the first weekend of the regular season and it's still not done, then I think there's an issue. Wow. Either way, we can't wait. 13 days wait for Kansas yeah. City and the Detroit Lions kick off the NFL season. No matter what happens, especially when we can't call Dan Graziano part of the Prince of Darkness scenario with Aaron Rodgers, he'll be all over the ESPN NFL report. Hit him on at the X at Dan Graziano ESPN. He joined Freddie Cohen and Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. Stay strong, Dan. Enjoy the weekend as well, my friend. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Great stuff by Dan Graziano. Believe me, I can't even imagine trying to get into the mind Ian, of Aaron no. Rodgers. That's a, that's a cave you do not want to think you can come out of. I'm not trying to climb into one of my daughter's heads, much less that one. Well, a teenager, teenage, mm-mm, you, you got to leave That's that alone. That's easier than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that, that is easy. And I warned you about that, too. Oh, we, you did. I surely dude, did. Dude, I said, Lou, dude. I said, it's just going to be different when they become teenagers She's and two of them that close now. together. My oldest is a senior. Yeah. She's oh, athletic, yeah. smart, mm-hmm. pretty. I'm yeah. doomed. Yeah. You were doomed before. Yeah. <laughs> 5'11". Yep, exactly. Oh. Long blonde hair flowing Stop. in the wind. Stop. I couldn't I resist. You. I could. Hey, my daughter's old enough where I don't have to worry about those kind of things. <laughs> Welcome to my world about 15, 16 years ago. <laughs> Who has more to prove this year? Not Ian versus daughters in high school. We're talking about Tua Tungabailoa or Josh Allen in the same division. And whatever the answer is, could lead to a different conversation about Tua Tungabailoa. We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X Channel 80 and ESPNU. First, this message from Vivid Seats. Football is back, and I'm here to remind you that Vivid Seats has your back for all your ticket needs. Not only is Vivid Seats the official ticketing partner of ESPN, they have a 100% buyer guarantee, and they're the only ticket company that rewards you for buying. This football season, catch every pass, every tackle, and every heart-pounding play live and in person. To get great deals on great seats, download their app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. This is ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. So who has the most to prove in the AFC East, not named Aaron Rodgers when it comes to Tua Tungvaluwa, the Miami Dolphins, and Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills? We're going to get to that here on ESPN Radio this morning, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 8 and ESPNU. Got Ian Fitzsimmons over there, Freddie Coleman over here. Before we get to that, the last time Ian and I did this show together, they had a new puppy. So we we need a dog update. (laughs) We really, really do. Because the last time that your wife was able to find this poor, unfortunate creature because somebody apparently dumped the dogs like you mentioned to us and your wife was able to see one, find one, another stray that she found. Uh, It started with her husband, Ian Fitzsimmons, as continued down the line when it comes to canines as far as that goes. So that was a couple of weeks, about a week ago. A week ago yesterday. A week ago yesterday, right. The, The name process... Your daughters had it break. Down, it was breaking down between the three NCIS characters, Abby, as well as um, Gunny and Ducky. Gunny and Ducky. Gibbs is taken down the street from a uh, right. family friend of ours right. that already just right. got a puppy. So. They didn't want Ziva because Ziva's too much of a bad. You know what? In yeah. terms of being a bad person that takes care of bad people, so she was out. So what's the latest involving dog in the situation of Fitzsimmons household? Yeah, so if you missed uh, last week for two almost complete shows uh, and, and Pat Costello putting a picture on national television <laughs> of my wife that I sent just to the crew to show this itty-bitty pup that was about 10 days old yep. that could fit in the palm of your hand. And, and my wife was like, did Costello use the aging app? I'm going to kill him, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Pat, don't ever come to Dallas, buddy. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> That's list, true. Right? She hasn't killed you yet. <laughs> so, anyway, I, she found the, the, this 10-day-old pup and – under a, a log by this lake that she walks on with the other two dogs heard it kind of whimpering. We think the whole litter was, was dumped and predators, birds of prey, oh coyotes, boy. whatever, wow. got the rest of them. And this mm. one was just happened to be underneath this log. So of course, when she comes home in tears and then the, the, my girls who are a senior and freshman in high school, they see the puppy it's over right now. We have a newborn. So as of last night, cubby is now the dog's name. Cubby. We used to have a dog named Bear. Okay. Who passed away about four years ago. So he has th- this little pup has the exact same markings almost as Bear. 
So my daughter Marin says, oh, he, she likes like a little bear, a little cubby. And there Boom. you go. Stuck. So dog's name is now Cubby, and uh, look, she's healthy. I mean, wow. raised her back to health. She's now about three weeks old and not sleeping through the night, Mr. Coleman. We uh-huh. literally have a newborn <laughs> child that we have to, like, cat will stay up till about midnight, uh, around 11 to, to midnight central time, feed Cubby a bottle, and then take Cubby outside. Cubby uh-huh. does her business, and then – Goes back in her little home and then sleeps till about three three thirty. Okay, that's when my fat butt wakes up, <laughs> and I go and give Cubby the bottle, right, and you know put her back in her kennel, and then around six thirty, Cubby wakes up with the rest of the family, and we're about our day. You so, poor, you poor soul, dude. It is, uh, yeah, you yeah. poor soul. The entire household, including the two other dogs who are also rescues, everything revolves around this about. Six inch long, maybe a pound and a half, two pound dog uh, that is now controlling our lives. So there is wow. the puppy update in the Fitzsimmons household. We now have a newborn uh-huh. named Cubby. You poor soul. That's all I gotta say. I mean, I'm not, uh, she's awesome. Yeah, well, I, I know mean, she's you know awesome. Me. I mean, she <laughs> fell asleep on my chest. Oh, uh, forget you know, it. That's it. Night. You're done. Oh yeah. You're puppy done. breath is awesome. Except my daughter Marin, my youngest. She's yeah. fifteen. Uh huh. She says. <laughs> Okay. I'm about to tell this story. I, I can't wait she, to hear this. She says, I was like, man, in puppy breath the best because dad, her breath smells like weed. <laughs> so, so went, your, your puppy having doobies unbeknownst to your family? I don't, I don't see anybody feeding this dog blunts. I mean, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> hang on a second. One. What? How do you how do you know what weed smells like? Goes, New York, remember last oh, summer? Yeah. Everybody's on that weed. Mm-hmm. We walked out of our hotel to Times Square and it was like <laughs> <laughs> My I could have warned you about that. Ty's girl's been like that for a minute, even before it was legalized. And then she says, and you know where I go to high school, right, Dad? I'm like, okay, here we go. Right? So, 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 so she associated pu- pu- puppy breath with weed. So what's with here the high go. school? 15-year-old. How does she associate with the high school? Wait a minute. Uh, it's public school, right? Okay. I mean, hey. <laughs> they got stairwells, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> They got vapes. It's called lunch, man. We're big believers uh, in the public school system. I'm uh, the only one in my family yeah. that went to private school. Right. And look how I turned out. The right. Fu- so right. we are big believers in, in the, the public, public school, school system. system. Oh, the, yeah. the fa- Alan, how long had you had that in your holster? He's like, they got stairwells, right? I was just thinking of all the potential opportunities to have fun, <laughs> you know. So. I'm not going to ask you a speaker. I'm not even going to ask you a speaker from experience. That's true story, man. <laughs> the pit was nice. The, 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 the truck looked cool. They had popcorn on it. It was all types of stuff. Man. You know, That's a picture Cool, of of my daughter with her two <laughs> green gloves on, right? And she was infatuated when we went to New York for my other my uh-huh. oldest daughter's sixteenth birthday, right? I mean, so she's like, Dad, everywhere you walked, you know, she's like, Dad, I smell that weed. I'm like, Okay, Marin, we get it, we got, we got it. And then she's like, Man, they're making some money on this stuff. Okay, Marin. <laughs> See, see the, 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 yeah, the, and then there's a thankfully. picture of her in front of a weed truck, these uh-huh. portable weed trucks, and it's green. And she has these green gloves on her yep. thumbs, her two thumbs up with this big smile. Marin is my hero. Oh my green God. thumb. <laughs> she three, you, exactly, green <laughs> thumb plants. They right, Alan. <laughs> my kind of girl, man. <laughs> Laugh track, I hate you. And second of all, I just say, man, this is great. Where's the lie there with Alan? Why are you blaming him for? I hear you. 
But I'm the, I'm the one that brought you. Never mind. I, I dug this hole, and it's just. And now I got a backhoe, and it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper. But here's the thing: how does a how do you associate puppy breath uh, with weed? With the Marahuchi. What was her answer? That was her answer. Times Square, and, and it's, wow. it smells like. I said, no, it doesn't smell like it. I mean, puppy wow. breath smells good. But isn't that a thing though? Like, don't this, don't you always smell certain things, and you'd be like, oh, like that tastes like absolutely that, that yes. smells yeah. like wood, yeah. or you it have tastes that, like you, wood. You have that something. connection. Yeah, that correlation. I, you know, yeah, yeah. But I've never heard this puppy. Is di- this is a different one. Yeah, I've yeah, never heard puppy never heard this before. And yeah, yeah. In the same that's new. Before. I mean, you can't have puppies walking around with blunts out of their mouth. Yeah, that, that's just bad. <laughs> this is I, don't, I don't know what Cubby's got going on on the side here. at three weeks old, but hey, the Cubby side hustle <laughs> might have found a treat. You want to contribute to the household treat. and then you know and our <laughs> annual income? Come on with it. You can't put the dog to work that quickly, especially on that line of work. Side hustle in three weeks. Oh my god! It explains why the dog eats so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, There you go. Yeah, you can you can can make the dog do like Duber. (laughs) Make it do what? Duber, like you know how Uber like drops people off. Okay, the dog can go and drop off some. So wouldn't it be like Dogber, like Dogber instead instead of Duber? Why like Duber? Doobies? What did I do? Oh, never mind. Uber, See, yeah, you're put it right. Together, you yeah. got Duber. <laughs> we've, dog. We've, we've gone to a different stairwell now. I'm just saying. <laughs> we really are in a different stairwell. stairwell what happened? Where it all happened, <laughs> we, we started on the stairway to heaven, now we're the stairway to hell, as far as that goes. We're going to get back to what we were supposed to talk <laughs> <Thank> about. You. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Who has more to prove in the AFC East, not named Aaron Rodgers? Is it two in Miami or Josh oh, Allen in Buffalo? Find that stairwell and be safe next on ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.